Welcome to a Normie podcast from continuing education training on Tuesday nights. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to CE Training, April 7th, 2020. I want to welcome everybody here into the room. I want to welcome our admin staff. And I want to thank everybody that came in early during the impact segment. Uh, we have a little bit of a conversation going on there, a few announcements. We'll repeat most of them here in this room tonight, but glad that you were there, and uh, we always appreciate you joining us early. Helps us get the flow going, I guess is the best way to say it uh, for our group. So let's go for some quick hellos. Roger, we'll start with you tonight. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I hope everybody is safe and uh, distancing or whatever is your uh, best way of dealing with this. Sounds like we have good news on Let's be, let's be, uh, not be too optimistic. Sounds like things might be headed in the right direction. I hope so. Thank you, Roger. Tim, over to you. Good evening, everybody. Glad you could be here tonight and looking forward to uh, what we can learn about uh, upcoming classes. Thank you. And Doug, over to you. Hi, guys. Uh, great to have you in the class tonight. Uh, always uh, kind of fun to be here and glad you took the time to be here. Hopefully we're going to Learn some stuff tonight. A lot of things happening, trying to keep up here. So uh, hope you'll enjoy it. Thank you, Doug. And if you folks haven't noticed, not these guys, but I might sound tired. <laughs> it's been busy. Uh, your phone calls, questions, uh, ordering, uh, signing up for classes, um, lots and lots of stuff going on. And we're going to talk about some of that tonight. Uh, let you know what's happening. We have some things happening even as soon as this coming weekend. We're going to be running a seven to eight hour class this Saturday uh, on something that has been much uh, requested and anticipated. And we're going to talk a little bit more, more about that in a few minutes. You can tell uh, the words just aren't coming out anymore. Uh, literally talking the entire day plus all the other things that we've been doing. So it's been busy. I appreciate uh, those of you that have been calling and asking questions. It, it does make it easier for us to get the information out correctly if somebody doesn't understand it and they call us and we actually get some feedback, like maybe they didn't understand it because we didn't explain it correctly. So uh, it does help. So asking your questions is very important. All right, Doug, you wanna start off with any quick announcements before we get into anything that you would really like to cover tonight? You're muted there, Doug. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to tell you, I think we talked about it in the impacts uh, segment. We're participating and helping to sponsor the um, Experience Summit. So if you're at Facebook, you can go to uh, uh, Experience or you can go to my personal Facebook page, Normie's page, I think Normie Pro Support. There's a flyer there on the uh, Experience Summit. It's a three-day online summit with some guest speakers talking about different topics that I think are relevant. Uh, I'm speaking tomorrow at uh, 12.15 to 1.15, which I think is mountain time, is my guess. So 1.15 Eastern, uh, or 1.15 Central, 2.15 Eastern. But um, anyway, uh, I think you'd enjoy it. If you've got uh, some time, it's going to be a lot of classes, a lot of stuff talking about the, uh, talking about the industry and how all of this has affected it. So just a reminder about that. Thank you, Doug. You know, I want to mention everybody about, especially Facebook and LinkedIn, because we do post a lot of information, a lot of advertising of special events and things like that on there. And we get a tremendous amount of likes from our, our followers, our members, and we really appreciate that. 
But if you really want to help us make an impact, click on the share button. Because now when you're sharing, we're talking exponential exposure. You're helping the industry, you're helping getting information out to the general public that needs to be out there. And we can't do it without you guys. We, we need your help. We're there to try to help you. And we're asking for you to try to help us help you. And uh, the best way to do that is when you see these ads that we're pushing out there about special events and uh, different articles and interviews like of Doug, don't just click on like, and we do appreciate that. Click on share. And that will help push that out amongst the industry and really help us make an impact, which helps all of us. So please share, click on the share button. doesn't cost you anything extra. It's one click, just like the like, which we also appreciate, but it's very important that we can get this information out and we need your help. And you know, Lance, there's a lot of stuff going on, not only this summit tomorrow, but um, I know that we're going to be part of a uh, ISSA conference in two weeks. Of course, we've got our CESP class. We've got a uh, water cloud WRT class coming. A lot of stuff happening that you can uh, share uh, online. And so, yeah, that's a really important point. Thanks for mentioning that. You know, I, I have to uh, follow up on that because you just mentioned the WRT class. Um, there's an urgency with this class. That class is going to start on the 20th. It's a three-day class. We're going to do this online and we have some specialty technology that we're going to be using multiple cameras, robots, all, all kinds of stuff for, uh, you know, putting this out there to make it an enjoyable experience, but it's limited to 20 people. There's only 20 people. And this is an, a nationwide thing that can sign up and actually partake in this class. That is a restriction on the size of that one class from the IICRC. So if you are interested in taking that class, it starts on the 20th. You need to sign up soon because as soon as we hit the magic number 20, we're going to close out anybody being able to register for it. And that would also include the five-day version of that if you were looking to take the WRT class and the additional two days for your CMR or three days for CMR and CMA. So there's a lot of options. Yes, can we sir. talk about the Can we talk about the good news about that WRT class? Because we've never done this before. And this is something that I think is really kind of exciting, even though the class, if you're taking that ICRC class, WRT, for certification purposes, um, then you have to be one of the 20. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to draw this picture for you. I was talking with the guys this morning about this, but I draw this picture for you. If you've ever been uh, seen an operating room where they had uh, the doctors right around the the hospital bed operating, and then you've got this arena, a gallery of people uh, watching what's going on. What we've arranged is there are only 20 people that can be on the floor operating with Joe Dobbins, but we can take up to, shall I say it, 500 in the seats watching. And so we decided that we were going to provide that class for anybody who wants the information if they don't want to be certified by the IICRC, they, they couldn't be because you, you have to be one of the 20. But if you want to just take the information and get your continuing education credits for the state of Florida because it's approved for that, and by the way, we're the only organization that's actually had that class approved by the Flor state of Florida for, WR or for 14 hours of continuing education. So there's a super opportunity here for you. I'm going to share my screen so I can show them where that is because it's, uh, it may be a little bit confusing. But uh, for those of you who are here, 
This is the Best Training School website, besttrainingschool.com. And if you scroll down here over on the left-hand side, you're going to see all of our live online webinars right here. And the class that you would want is this one right here, CEFL12 MDRT Simulcast. It's $349. It's a regular priced class for continuing education credits. But you can go to that. That is, that's the Mold Damage Restoration Technician. It's the same, it's the same class. We just had to give it a different name to be able to get the uh, certification credits for the state of Florida. Uh, they, they wouldn't deal with IICRC or WRT, but we just renamed it um, and tweaked a little bit about uh, how to describe it, and they approved it. It's right there. So if you want to come into the classroom and watch this class and get all the information and learn about uh, drying and moisture, and Joe Dobbins does a fantastic job, I'm telling you, and it's going to be worth every penny, even if you decide that you don't want uh, to be or have no interest in being certified. So I took this class and uh, I did exactly that. I paid, I went to the class, I spent the time in the classroom and I decided not to take the exam because I don't feel like I need the WRT cert. So there you go. I did the exact same thing with Joe and it was a great class. Yeah. So he's excited about doing this. Uh, there's a big gap right now in training and the availability for people to get that certification, especially if they're still working in this industry or just getting into it, and we're providing the platform for it. Yeah, try it. Pretty exciting. So it's going to be a big week of training. That's the first three days. It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we're actually going to be following that up with, and it depends on where you are and who you are and what certifications you want to get, following that up with the three-day CMA-CMR class or making it a five-day WRT class and getting your CMR certification with that. So that was that confusing. So, do you have to be so complicated? Uh, me? He actually <laughs> made that simple, really. <laughs> I think that's about as simple as I've heard it described in the last I could, week. I could do worse easily. <laughs> so five in day, in any day, case, there, there's a whole lot of training going on, and that's yeah. also going to be in the same live platform that we're doing for the WRT for the people that are going to the class or watching it for the CEU credits. Multiple cameras set up. Um, again, robot cameras following the instructors. We're using special streaming systems out through different parts of the country to make this all work. Um, so as long as somebody doesn't trip over an extension cord someplace, <laughs> we should be good to go. So this is why it takes us an hour in an admin meeting to figure out how to say this in a way that's simple and under, easy to understand. And as soon as we figure that part out, we'll get back to you. I, 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 was so, I haven't been watching the chat, so I don't know if there's anything coming in about that. Um, I'll get back to the Q&A in a little bit. All right. Um, Anything else, Doug, you want to start with now or you want to hold off and we'll talk a little bit more about other things? Yeah, we can talk a little bit more about other things. I think Tim's got a, a pretty interesting announcement that you don't even know about. Uh -oh. oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> Go ahead, Tim. All right. Uh, yeah, a couple of things that are that are very positive. We've, we've dealt with a lot of moving and a lot of change and a lot of 
kind of things being tossed around over here, but uh, but we've come out on the other side uh, ready to ready to provide you with some things. And and the first one that we've gotten questions about a lot over the last couple of weeks is hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. It is finally in the store. It will be in my hands in two days. On Thursday, I'm supposed to receive a shipment in, and so Friday we should be able to ship out any orders that come in. Now I will tell you we're not putting any limits on it at this point but but we are getting a limited uh, supply in so please don't go in and order a dozen cases because uh, then will they'll all be gone um, <clears throat> but we are we are getting about I think a dozen cases in uh, and so uh, so uh, and it will be available as a single bottle for 1150 per bottle or you can order it as a, a package of six bottles uh, and those, that'll be $66 for that uh, six pack of bottles, or you can get a case of 24 for $260. Uh, and it's in a couple of different, it's in the sanitization uh, category and it's under the distributors category also. There wasn't a real category in our store that really made uh, a lot of sense. And they're eight ounce bottles. I see the question, how large are the bottles? They're eight ounce spray bottles. Uh, and, and again, so 1150 for a single bottle, 66 for six bottles, 264 case of 24. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that a different way, Tim. Uh, don't throw anything at me, but um, we have no limit on what you order. Go ahead and order 100 cases if you want. We'll probably send you one or two, so everybody can have what they need, and then we'll order more. It's only, uh, what, a week out if we order? If, if their supplies remain, I'm not sure what their supplies were looking like because they've got, they've got a high demand on it also. Yeah, so um, no, no, I just didn't want people to think that they could only order one or two. There's really no limit. It's just that it, we'll have to distribute that uh, as we have demand. And so you may get your first order initially, a case or two, and then we'll send the rest uh, later. So. And we'll be sure and let you know what you're getting. You know, if you order yeah. four or five or six cases, we'll be sure and let you know we've shipped two of them and two, you know, three, four, whatever are coming later. Uh, I love pre-orders. <laughs> the second thing that's pretty exciting, and Lance doesn't know anything about this one, uh, is that we have gone through and we have filled all of our back orders on the base units, on the MCI 22Ks, the BLS 12Ks, and the Pure Synergy. So all of those are out and we found ourselves with a few units left over. So uh, if you go to the website and you wanna order our, uh, BLS 12K, MCI 22K, Pure Synergy, those are still just taking pre-orders for the shipments that are gonna come either in mid-May or early June. However, we have a few units in the store now, uh, and if you want uh, one or two of those units, if you want a few of those units, please email me, and we will fill those orders as the emails come in. We'll just, we'll, Depending on how many emails we get, it would be how many we will uh, will send out to you, and we'll just call you and collect the payment from you uh, via over the phone. Uh, you won't have to order through the store. Just shoot me an email at tbutler at bestlivingsystems.com. tbutler at bestlivingsystems.com. We have several of the uh, MCI 22Ks and just a few of the BLS 12Ks, but we can make a few of those. We make a few more of those. We can build those up. Uh, we, we've got a, we've got a few units left that can be built up in production. So uh, if you want to order a few of those, please, uh, again, send me an email, tbutler at bestlivingsystems.com. And now there is a new pricing structure on that. And, and we've talked about this before, that prices were going to go up uh, primarily because our costs have gone up. Uh, our, our, our vendors have raised prices on us, uh, plus shipping and all of that have gone up. So the BLS 12K 
is now going to be 239 your cost, distributor cost. Lance, are you typing this in? Oh, no. I you moved to type it in. BLS 12K at 239. The MCI 22K is going to be 335. And the Pure Synergy at 405. And I'll type those into the chat area. And we BLS think that's going to be less. MCI 22K 335. Pure Synergy at 405 plus shipping. So send me an email at tbutler at bestlivingsystems.com and, uh, and we'll fill those orders in the order in which I received them. And we think that's going to be less than the price of the units that come in May. Correct. Because those, those units are probably going to have to be air shipped. So if you want one, you better tell Tim you want it. <laughs> Can I just say this about that too? Lance, this is, uh, one of the, this is one of the results of us taking our production in-house. We could not do this had we not uh, hired uh, a great guy. He's super, super. He's been working here for, what, two weeks now, three weeks maybe? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, he has done a marvelous job of, of really taking over being able to handle this locally. And so, otherwise, we'd still be waiting for product, I'll just tell you. So, you guys have been holding out on me, basically. Yeah, you're right. We wanted to give the members a chance to buy. That's fine. <laughs> Why? Because I have 12 units running in my house. We're creating an anti-corona bubble. Plus, what Doug didn't tell you is that we decided this about three minutes before uh, time to get on the uh, internet tonight. <laughs> Over our barbecue. That's right. <laughs> well, all right. You'll be getting emails tomorrow. I think there's something else. I think there's something else you want to share, Tim. Uh, don't you about maybe some of these other air purifiers that they might be able to get a, their fingers on, like the Pure Heat? And yeah, yeah. Think about that. There are a couple of other air purifiers that uh, that we don't think of as air purifiers. So if you're if you're looking for air purification, uh, and and uh, and you know and all the other units that you know uh, and love are are sold out. Uh, there are some other things that we have that are air purifiers that you don't think of in that way. We have a few of the pure heat units left in the store, and those have six-inch PCO cells in them. So they are air purification units, and they can be run without running the heat. You can run just a, you can run it just as an air purifier. So it's it's a good air purifier. We have a few of those left in the store. Uh, so so go online and order those. Uh, I may be dropping the price on those. Uh, you know, uh, just watch for that. Um, those are in, um, silent ceilings, silent ceilings. Yes, we do have, uh, some silent ceiling units that are great, uh, air purification units. Again, that's a kind of a single room, but more of a large room, uh, purifier, 900, maybe even up to 1200 square feet. Um, so, uh, so those are, you know, just kind of think outside the box a little bit. Uh, there, are, there are still some other ways that you can get some air purification without going to the standard BLS 12K or MCI 22K units. There are other things that we offer at our website uh, that, that we do still have in stock. Uh, so consider those options and, uh, and look for those in the store. There's a uh, question in the room, Tim. Do you know the shelf life of the sanitizer? Well, it's, it's isopropyl alcohol, so it's going to last for quite some time. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard that information, but yeah, it's, it, it'll last a while. Just trying to see if there's anything else. How large are the bottles? Are eight ounce spray bottles? I believe eight ounce spray are. bottles. Yep. And what's it listed under? What category is that in, Tim? I've got it under the category of sanitization and under the distributor category. Distributor category. 
You can find uh, it either of those. Lance, I just looked up, I just Googled that question. What's the shelf life of Purell hand sanitizer? Because that's really what this is, except it does have a surfactant in it. I think to, a softening agent, um, glycer, glycerin maybe? Yeah. Anyway, it says uh, typically the industry standard is two to three years. Get us through this. And truthfully, the way that people are using hand sanitizer right now, Ooh. it's going to go three quickly. days. <laughs> I can tell you that I just spoke with uh, just a few friends of mine that I used to work with um, in uh, a previous life. And as soon as they hear the word hand sanitizer, they're not saying, I want a bottle. I mean, the conversation starts with case. You know, can I get a case? Can I get a case? And that's, you know, what's happening feedback wise and I haven't seen it yet, you know, so uh, it, it's, it's something that's really in need. Uh, I know the local police departments around here by me have nothing. They are completely wiped out of uh, any type of sanitizing agents like that for the uh, guys going out on the road, police, fire, first aid, they're all in desperate need of it. So it, it's something that we are now making available. We're able to get our hands on it, pardon the uh, pun. And, you know, it's, it's available for you guys. All right. Uh, anything else, Tim? Okay. I'll say that again, unmuted. That's all I've got. Okay. Thank you. All right, Doug, I, I do want to get to uh, the straight talk video, but is there anything else you want to talk about prior to that? Uh, no, I don't. I want to talk about the CSP class, but I'll do that afterwards. Yeah, I figure we'll run the video, then we can go back to the training and finish out on all the training stuff. Okay, great. Sounds good. So you've listened to us talk for a little bit here, and we're going to give you a treat. We're going to bring uh, Jeff Cross in with an interview with Doug Hoffman. It's not real lengthy, but it's a, it's a really good one. And these guys are great talkers. Uh, it's usually a really good interview when these guys start to chat away. So uh, sit back and watch for about, I think it's about 12 or 13 minutes. And uh, then we'll be back. So please stand by. I'm going to mute my mic and video now. And we'll still have the chat going. And we'll see you in a little bit. So stand by. Sorry to interrupt, but our sponsor would like a word with you. Hey, this is Steve with Best Living Systems. Our CEO, Doug Hoffman, spent many years in the building industry and knows that many indoor air quality issues stem from improper building practices. To help avoid future problems, Doug has written a book entitled Mold-Free Construction. It details the methods he used to build his own home and is written in non-technical terms for easy readability. That's Mold-Free Construction by Doug Hoffman. And right now, BLS is offering a 10% discount exclusively to Normie podcast listeners. Just go to the bestlivingsystems.com store and enter podcast when you check out. That's bestlivingsystems.com and enter podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Jeff Cross. I'm the editorial director of ISSA Media. Today we have with us Doug Hoffman. Doug is the executive director of Normi. Now, Doug, that's a, there's a, that's a long um, name for an organization, but it stands for the National Organization of Remediators and Mold Inspectors. So that's right. Sounds like uh, you got an important job when you think about what's going on in the industry right now. And yeah. also contributes to Clean Facts Magazine and CMM Magazine, which we appreciate that very much. Welcome, Doug. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Maybe what you could do 
is, and I like your background there, so we know what Normie is and thank you, you represent. Yeah. And, uh, very nice. Uh, tell Thanks. us a little bit about yourself and what you do in the industry. Yeah, my uh, my background, Jeff, is in the construction industry. So I was in the construction industry for 35 plus years. I know I don't look that old, but 35, 40 years. And uh, I did a lot of construction, plumbing, roofing. And so I realized that a lot of the problems that we have in our environments dealing with mold and door environments have to do with the building process. So I wrote a book, Mold Free Construction, and that led us into actually beginning training on mold assessment and mold remediation in 2004 uh, for the Louisiana state licensing law. Since then, five states, uh, well, District of Columbia, which I know is not a state, but five municipalities require licensing in the mold profession. And so we've been very proactive in getting training out there. And our tagline has been, it's not just about getting a license, but it's about building a successful business. And so we don't want guys to come to a class, get licensed, and then never see them again. We want them involved in the trade association, connected every week. We have free training every week. And we want them connected to the industry so they can learn about all the newest techniques and products and so forth that's out there. So that's what we do. Very important. Uh, and by the way, I promise I'll make us both look younger in this <laughs> presentation if, I, if my editing skills are any good. They're yeah. probably not. Well, for sure, work on yours. <laughs> exactly. I hear that all the time. <laughs> I might I might give you a pimple now. Well, Doug, seriously, let's talk about an important topic here. Um, right now, we're, you know, maybe at the beginning of this pandemic with buildings being shut down and, yeah. um, you know, some businesses are staying open, the essential yes. ones. Uh, others are not. And so they're closing up, locking up. What is going to happen to those buildings in the next few months, if this goes on for a few months, when they go back in? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I tell you, Jeff, when you posed this question to me last week, I've been so covered up just trying to keep our head above water with all the demand on training that I hadn't really thought much about it. And so it really opened uh, the door for me to think about from a building standpoint, um, is there something they should do before they close up? Uh, is there something they can do while it's closed up? And certainly what should they do when they come back? So I think it's a great question. We, we think about our, our living spaces and really whether it's residential or commercial, our living spaces are really meant to be lived in. And so conditioned space, uh, air conditioning, heating, air movement, airflow, fresh air makeup, um, all of that stuff uh, is addressed because we're living there and if we're not, or working there. And if we're not there, what kinds of things can be hap uh, can happen in regards to mold contamination? So, yeah, I think you uh, I think you hit something that we definitely need to deal with. Yeah, right now on cleanfacts.com, uh, Doug's article is, is there about uh, the steps to take and the things to consider with these buildings because uh, you know we're trying to get through this, but these buildings. <clears throat> I know when I see like a house that's abandoned, it falls apart quick. You know, it's like it knows it's not lived in. Yeah. So yeah. Things start to happen to it. Yeah, well, I think the word is uh, the word is entropy, right? <laughs> Things wear out, <laughs> exactly. get worse. I tell you what. Um, obviously, our audience of cleaners and restorers aren't the ones that make these decisions about these buildings. Plus, it's their own, so they're going to uh, the ones that have these accounts. You know, um, theaters, restaurants, right. restaurants that might be closed that aren't doing the delivery or pickup, uh, right. office buildings. So many buildings are are going to be closed up. 
Um, and when the call comes to, you know, the all clear, you know, go back to work, these buildings yeah. are going to be used. Yeah. What advice would you give uh, those who are the frontline workers, the, the cleaners and restorers, the business owners, as they go back to work? You know, Jeff, so much of what we do is just so practical. And I, I really think a lot of it is just common sense. If you think about mold, mold spores, uh, they reside inside of our settled dust. So when we see dust on a piano and we move our fingers across it, we're actually picking up some of the mold spores. Some of the other stuff that's in that dust is dead skin cells, which is organic. So if you've got in an environment where you've got high humidity, that's going to eat that dust and the mold is just going to start growing. So if that kind of fundamental understanding of what mold needs to grow, I think there's some basic things that you can do to get started. Think about if you're not living in the environment, how would you live in the environment to try to control mold growth? So making sure that things are cleaned up before you close it down. Uh, you know, there aren't any uh, empty food wrappers laying around or uh, water laying around somewhere, uh, cleaning it up and making sure that all of that is um, put away. And then I think you've got to think about how can I get uh, fresh air in, if there's a way that I can get fresh air in. I think in my article I suggested maybe somebody could go back every day or two and at least uh, maybe open a window or door, you know, get some fresh air in there, keep the blinds open and the curtains open so that the UV light can come in because that's a natural, um, it, it will naturally destroy um, any kind of mold growth that might be in the environment. And then keeping the relative humidity at a 60% a or lower, according to ASHRAE, that's what they recommend. And I think that's correct. An air conditioning system is primarily a dehumidifier. So if you can set it so that it's uh, maybe at 80 degrees or something, so at least it will come on periodically and dry out the environment. Uh, we, in our industry, you know, we always say, keep it dry, keep it dry, keep it dry. And that really is a, a major factor in buildings that are closed up because they, they end up becoming little Petri dishes with high humidity. And if there's any chance that there's mold spore in there, it's going to take off and grow. Okay, so, so good information, but we're talking about preparing buildings and, and keeping an eye on them. That's yes. not going to happen with every building. Yeah. Uh, as you know, think, of, think about a movie theater. Hopefully they clean them up before they shut them down. Are they going into every theater? If there's 30 of them, you know, 30 screens, are they going in there and inspecting? Probably not. I'm, right. I can't imagine. So, so our cleaners, our restorers, our mold people are going to go into these buildings the buildings that are not taken care of, like you just said. Yes. Yes. What are some worst case scenarios we might see? Yeah. I think that's a, a really good question because um, even when you have people clean, oftentimes they don't hit all of those horizontal surfaces. So especially up high crown molding and, and lights and so forth up high in the environment. So I think what we do when we walk into the building is first of all, when we open it up, we want to be aware of the fact that there could be a problem there. And so at least be aware, uh, follow your senses, uh, your sense of smell, obviously uh, take a good look around, make sure that you're, uh, looking at what might be there. But I think you can trust your senses in terms of protecting yourself. Uh, there's nothing wrong with wearing an N95 mask if there was one around. Of course, they're hard to find right now. You know? <laughs> but um, I think that's the key is when you walk in, be aware that this probably contaminated to some degree. 
I'm not trying to scare folks, but a building setting, like I said, it wasn't designed to set free. It was designed for people to live in it um, then and, and work in it, make sure that there's not something that seems obvious. And then uh, I think is the question of the, the cleaning protocol, the sanitizing protocol, which really needs to, needs to take place, especially since we're dealing with other kinds of microbials besides just mold. Good advice. Uh, you mentioned we don't want to scare people, but um, that, you know they should be concerned about that when they go back in these buildings. I guess if they walk in and something's crawling on the wall, that should be a clue. That's a joke. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this. I, you're, I want you to appear into the future, Doug. You're an expert. Could we see a huge boom in mold work coming up? Should we be ready? Should our manufacturing yes. products think about this? Yes. Yes, 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 and yes. Yeah, I think the uh, the thing is, is that there's a couple of different aspects of this. Uh, of course, we're talking to our remediators and our assessors and air quality assessors all the time. And one of the things that we're putting in place, as you know, is a new new training program certification for sanitizing. And if I could just take a second to talk about the concept of sur- using surrogates, Oftentimes we think about mold as being just a mold problem that's fixed, but the truth is, is when we remove mold from an environment, it serves as a surrogate for a lot of other indoor air quality issues. And probably the best example I can give on that is if you're using a uh, air filtration device, an AFD as an air scrubber, it's not gonna suck the mold spores out of the air and leave all of the pollen. Mm -hmm. It's gonna take everything. And so, uh, same way with wiping down with a biocide, it's not going to kill the mold and leave the E. coli. So when we're dealing with bacteria and viruses, one of the things that we have trained our guys to think about is expanding their thinking, be a little more particular in the way they sanitize an environment, but make sure that they're using techniques and protocols that are going to clean this environment that's been setting empty for a month, two months, three months, make sure that it's cleaned thoroughly with the right kind of protocol uh, so that the environment can be sanitized of not only fungus, but bacteria and also viruses. Good, good information. I see a problem or a challenge coming up when they go back to work and these building owners uh, expect uh, the same price. You know, yes, yes, exactly. And a lot of that, you know, welcome to capitalism, right? Uh, supply and demand. But uh, the, the truth is, is that I really think the only buildings that are going to need to be sanitized are um, the buildings that are closed. Exactly. So I think what we're going to see is you're exactly right. I think there's going to be a boom in the industry, maybe not so much from the remediation side of it, although I think that's going to happen as well. But certainly on the sanitizing side and the cleaning side of it, there's going to be a big need for uh, guys who are professionals and trained and certified and really know what they're doing. And so that's that's why we're excited about what we're uh, going to be able to offer here uh, in the next week or so. Thank you, Doug. And I assume that uh, you have people in your organization who could do some inspections for some of our frontline uh, work workers, our companies, if they absolutely. have Yeah, absolutely. At our website, normie.org, uh, there's a little block, not a little block, but a big block that says find a normie professional. And it's a locator where people can search by certification, by zip code, by name. 
Um, they can find this certified sanitizing professional if they want. All of that's at normie.org. And uh, yeah, we're, we're there. We're going to okay. be there to help. Well, I, I just hope people watch this and they see the potential coming up. It could be in a month. It could be two months. We don't know. A lot of unknowns. Yeah. But if this goes into summer uh, and the heat rises and these buildings are closed, it's going to be scary. That's right. Well, we're learning a lot, aren't we? We are. <laughs> well, Doug, I appreciate your time. I tell you what, let's uh, let's see what happens in the next couple of weeks, and let's do this again and do an update. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. All Be right. safe. Take care. Take care. There you have it. That was the interview that was done uh, a day or so ago, I think yesterday possibly, and um, it's been very well received. Uh, a lot of people like um, listening to uh, Jeff Cross and Doug when they start getting into this banter and question and answer, so uh, it was a great job. So hopefully you, hopefully you all enjoyed that. Doug, did you want to talk about the uh, CSP some more? Yes, I do. I am so excited about this class. I'll tell you, we, uh, we've really taken our time. I know it sounds like we've probably worked on this uh, very quickly, but uh, if you think about the idea of actually putting together a six-module class uh, to put together the all of the details on the website for the protocol that we want to utilize, adding that to our certificate of sanitization program internally, um, it's been a lot of work, but the cool thing is, is we have a lot of people and we have a lot of people who want to help and who have been involved in the uh, whole process from the very beginning. Uh, this is going to be a, just a great class, certified sanitizing professional. And with this certification, it's going to enable you to use a very specific protocol to deal with microbial contamination. Just as I, I told Jeff, and of course, we've been preaching this for years about mold as a surrogate for other indoor air quality issues. When you think about a protocol that's going to be uh, specific enough to be able to take bacteria samples, aerosol samples on an IAQ panel, uh, be able to get a really clear picture of what's going on in that environment. Um, I think it's kind of exciting to think about dealing with a protocol that deals with both the air and the surfaces and then being able to give the client based on your certification and the use of the protocol to give them a certificate of sanitization uh, stating that you did your work correctly. The thing about it, and we may have a lot of people in the room uh, tonight, Lance, that are, are new to Normie. Um, I think the thing that's exciting to me about this is that it's, a, it's another opportunity for us to uh, put on the table this concept of giving to the client when you're finished a third-party confirmation that you did your work correctly. This certificate of sanitization is not something that you can go print out at Home Depot and give to your client. You can tell your client with full confidence that you're utilizing the correct protocol to reduce the microbial load, which is what it's called, microbial load reduction protocol, that you're using the correct protocol as trained by Normie to reduce the microbial load on all the surfaces and in the air and that your trade association, which is a nonprofit association, will send this certificate directly to the client. You, you can tell them you don't even see it. Uh, in fact, you might, want to, you might want to tell them, if you don't see it in two weeks, call me, and I'll make sure that you get one. But I don't even know when it's sent. 
All I know is that I did the work, I submitted the information, the Normie Compliance Division reviewed it, made sure that it was right, that we, we dotted all the I's and crossed the T's, and they're sending this certificate to you. It's, it's just a huge program, and like I said, I, I, a lot of our guys have actually built significant businesses around that program, but then we have a large percentage of people that never use it. So this uh, CSP program, I think we'll put that back on the map. Uh, people are gonna wanna know whether they can move back into their building or not. And uh, so I think this is a way to, to help them with that decision. I mean, I, I agree completely with you on that. And for those of you that have used the uh, COS program in the past, it's in the process of being revamped. And when I say revamped, I can only describe it as our IT department. I, I think they passed out at some point today, Doug. I talked to them four times. Yes. And I think he's, go, he's pulling his hair out. I think he was upset by the deadline I gave him, but yeah. Yeah, I, I saw the response and it was like, you know, the white flag, I give up. No, it's going to be done for you folks. And, and, it's, a, and it's a whole new look. It's um, really revamping what you've seen in the past and uh, really bringing it forward, not just for this new protocol, but for all of them, I believe, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. We're making it a lot easier to get to the information. Um, you know, we haven't changed a lot of that stuff for several years. So uh, you can go right to the a COS program, you'll be able to download the protocol right there. You can apply for it right there. You can bypass all the questionnaire if you need to, go straight to the application. So, yeah, I think we've made it very, uh, very easy and, and user-friendly. And um, I, I, think, uh, I think you guys are going to like it. And just to uh, say it again, if you happen to go there tonight or tomorrow, you're not going to see the new version yet. You know, <laughs> no. we're, we're still keeping that off to the side. The old one still works. Absolutely. It's there for you if you want to do one of the other COS protocols, yeah. but you'll see the new one hopefully by this weekend. Yeah. And Riley asked a question, which is a great question. Could this be marketed to sanitize homes of, of persons that were found to be infected with COVID-19 in the past? Yeah. And the answer is yes. I mean, the, the point is, is that we make no claims and you'll learn this in the class. We, we don't make any claims about COVID-19 because we can't. We just have to talk about surrogates. It's like you would never make a claim about anthrax that you removed anthrax. But did you know you may or may not know this, that anthrax is basically dirt, bacillus. It's just, it's, it's very, in fact, I don't know if you remember this or not. I know you and I talked about this, Lance, but after 9-11, everybody was concerned about anthrax. You know what they were treating them with? Standard antibiotics. <laughs> so, so I think the, uh, the point is, is that we're going to be able to talk about this, give you the terminology, the nomenclature that you need to use, uh, how to protect yourself, disclaimers that you'd use, and so forth. And I think it's going to be a, a great program for exactly that kind of situation where people are concerned about this particular virus. And you know it's going to mutate. I mean, I don't know if they'll call it COVID-20 next year, but it'll be something else. And uh, it's just a SARS virus. So um, I, I, I say just. I'm not trying to underplay it, but I'm just saying that uh, we're dealing with a, a protocol that really is going to take care of the contaminants in the environment, and that's that's what we want to do. You know, and now that you say that, you think about what's going forward. I mean, at some point, we will move past this, you know, just like the other issues that have come up over the years. I mean, a few years back, we were dealing with the, uh, what was it? Um, they had the avian flu. H1N1, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, you had the, the H1N1. You had uh, Ebola for a while. Uh, it was a big scare. Yeah. You know, um, swine flu. I mean, all these other things that have cropped up over the years. I mean, they come in cycles, you know, and it's something that does spread. I mean, we are a global society now, and that's one of the problems why it does spread so quickly. But there's going to be a need to sanitize going forward. Well, and, and I, I think one of the things that we should should always talk about and just kind of keep on the forefront is that, you know, our our basic standard sanitization protocol, which is keeping surfaces clean, keeping the air clean, utilizing air purification equipment. Uh, I think sometimes we forget how powerful that is. And to me, the, I'll tell you what the scariest thing about this new virus is. It's not that, that it can't be taken care of inside indoor environments. What concerns me is if you get it, uh, I remember setting, you do too, Lance, we sat in a, a office of a uh, doctor's, well, surrounded by doctors in a major hospital uh, a few years ago. And these two of these guys, I think, actually worked on the, were on the board of the FDA, was it FDA or? Yeah, FDA. Yeah, FDA. And here's what they said, if I can quote it, and Lance can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe what they said is, one of the reasons why we're interested in this technology is because there are currently no new antibiotics in the pipeline to be approved. Isn't that what they said? Yes, it does. Yeah. So now that was several years ago. And so that's the thing that concerns me is not so much keeping the environments clean because I think, I think that's manageable, frankly. But I think the problem is that if you do get it, what kind of, uh, you know, what's the treatment? What's the solution? And if you're relying on a drug, uh, that might be a problem. You know, it's, it's kind of like the best way to prevent somebody from suffering from an illness is keeping them from getting it. Exactly. Absolutely you know, right. That's you know, right. once somebody has it, now you're dealing with the symptoms and trying to support them until their immune system can kick in and do everything else. But if you keep the environment to where the infection is not going to spread or be, uh, you know, cross-contaminated to other areas or other people, you know, that, that's the best way to keep people healthy, yeah. you know, prevent it from spreading. Yeah. So, all right, let's see if we got anything else in here. Bob Meyer had his hand up. Uh, can I unmute yeah. him? Yeah. yeah. Give me a second. Good, Bob. You should be good to go. Just click on hey. your microphone. Microphone's over on the lower left-hand corner, I believe. Or you can press your space bar. I learned that the other day. You can press your space bar and talk like a two-way two radio. I have to apologize. That was an accident. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. We didn't want to didn't want to leave you out. Okay. Uh, anybody else have any questions or comments? I'm just looking here at the chat area. Um, yeah, Sohan said, can I say Normie is the only training organization that is offering the CSP certification? Yes, sir, you can. We, we created it. Uh, it's ours. And it can be yours. Yes, it can. Starting Saturday. That's right. Starting Saturday. Oh, by the way, I guess I should say this. We got an email out on this, but I just want to confirm everybody that you understand what we're doing. We're actually shutting down registration at eight o'clock. Um, that's Eastern time, I think. Isn't that right, Lance? Eight o'clock yeah. Eastern time, Friday morning. 
So 24 hours before the class, we're shutting down registration. And the reason we're doing that is because we need to email you access to the webinar, which you'll get probably by early afternoon on Friday. And we'll also email you the PDF uh, manual. So you can print that out and follow along with the slides. So we need time to get all that to you. Make sure that you're, um, you're good to go on Saturday morning. So we're shutting down registration at eight. So if you want to be in that class, you better get, get registered. And should we tell them also, these are all Normie members. So let's tell them about the little bonus that they're going to get for certification. If you oh, remember correctly, okay. yeah, if you remember correctly, uh, if you go to register, you're going to pay $10 and that's really to reserve your seat. Um, and once you, once you do that, then uh, you would, would get that money back if you decide not to be certified, or you would pay the four additional $40 for the certification, the exam and the certification, which is 50 bucks. So Lance, you want to tell them the little secret that you told me today about getting into that? No, because that broke. Oh, it did? <laughs> yeah, oh, it broke. Yeah, we, yeah, were yeah. Talking, we were talking about air purifiers and you're talking about broken web links. Okay. Yeah, well, it's not going to work. Um, okay, forget what I said. So it's going to be 10 bucks to reserve your seat. And, uh, and then you're going you're, uh, to have the option, once the class is uh, finished, the CSP class, to pay $40 to get your exam and certification because they're combined. Or if you decide, no, I don't want to be certified. Thanks for the information. It was free. I'm good then we'll refund your 10 bucks. So you won't, you won't pay anything. So this $10 is really just to reserve the seat. Yes, it is. And, you know, again, the, uh, the $40 that you would pay for the certification includes the online proctor test. Yes, that's so, correct. It does have to be a scheduled proctor test. We'll do that in groups, depending on how many people there are that are looking to test on certain days. So it's got to be manageable on our end too for proctoring. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we got anything else signed up. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Uh, I would say though, that if you don't get an email by uh, late in the afternoon on Friday, you may want to give us a call. We just want to make sure that we have everything in case uh, we pick up an inaccurate email address from you. If you type something in wrong when you were registering, you're not going to get the information because that's where we're sending it. Yeah, the um, the time of the class, somebody asked about that, because that's all on the website. Pre-registration is 8.45 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday. Class begins at 9 Eastern, uh, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. Does that mean we can go to Hawaii and watch it? <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not teaching from California. You're yeah. pretty early. <laughs> Riley, the, Riley, the course is free. Uh, there's a $10 fee just to reserve the seat, and then you can get that back if you decide not to get certified, or you can apply it to the normally $50 fee. So um, that's the way it works. Uh, tell us what it was. Oh, no, I'm not going to. Um, how long after the class before we can actually take the exam? One of the modules that you're going to take, you're going to take online. So we'll give you that information on Saturday. And then you could take it that night if you wanted to. Uh, once you do that, then you can go ahead and, and pay the balance for the exam fee. And then I think, Lance, didn't we decide that, that it was going to be scheduled? Are they going to call for it or are we going to give them a schedule? 
Uh, it, it varies. We're going to see. We're going to try to automate it where people can actually sign up for it. Uh, and then when we reach a certain limit, we'll just have another posting when they can sign up for that one. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're working through that now. Again, this is uh, something that the IT people are working on. It's just not there yet. Yeah. Uh, Tim Douglas said, is this the only time it will be offered? Um, I don't think so, but then I might get hit by a bus tomorrow. So I don't know. Well, I don't think we have, we don't have anything scheduled after this, do we? I think we've got a whole bunch of other stuff scheduled. We don't have anything else scheduled after this. What's the total cost of the course? I answered that free. How long after the class before we can actually take the exam? I answered. How long is the class? We don't know for sure. We think it's going to be six, six or seven hours. CEU name for tonight. I would just say uh, Normie updates and the date. And Tim says I have to work on Saturday. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm sure there will be other um, availabilities of the course. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, us rescheduling it and doing it again. And I don't think it'll be too far into the future. But um, this is the one that's definitely scheduled. It's going now, and there's no uh, expected date at this point on the either a replay or a um, another uh, presentation of it. Yeah, I think a lot of that just depends on demand and and how many people we hear. Um, you know, like Tim says, he can't be there because he's got to work. So we want to make it available to everybody if we can. It's just, uh, you can imagine it's kind of a grueling effort. It's an all-day class, and it's going to take some uh, take some steam to get it done. Yes, it will. All right, that's all I got. you have anything else, guys? Tim, Roger, Doug? I'm good. All no. right. Well, <laughs> well, listened out. Great job, though. Good information. Well, there was a lot of information given out tonight. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of it in the impact segment. We've repeated it all here tonight. And uh, hopefully everybody was able to absorb at least what they need to do to uh, sign up. They need to know to sign up. Can I, mean. I ask one more question? Sure. Uh, and then no more questions tonight, guys. <laughs> you can email support at normie.org. Uh, Sohan said, do I still need the – uh, I guess, to take the certified biocide applicator certification for $99. Yes, you do need to take it. However, secret, the uh, CBA class is actually going to be the module that we're going to ask you to take, and we're going to give you a, a coupon code on Saturday so you can take it for free to those who attend that class. But, yes, you definitely need it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I've had enough. How about you guys? I'm tired. Let's, I think we should do another hour. Let me hang on. Let me just. Okay, yeah, Roger. Well, Roger's right. going to stay here for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> I did what I do. Yeah. No, all right, everybody. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for, for joining us. I appreciate you all being here, spending the time with us uh, just about the top of the hour. I'm going to close this out now and uh, remember that on Friday we will have a weekend wrap up where we will give out a little bit more information about this course. Obviously it'll be closed out by that point, but if there's anything that we need to uh, give out to anybody that's registered for it or talk about, we can uh, mention it there also. That'll yeah, be so go, we, yeah, go ahead and close it out and then I'm going to show you, show them what we're going to do tonight after this is over. All right. Stand by everybody. I mean, You've been listening to an abridged version of Normie Training, part of the Normie Podcast Network. 
please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. To listen to the live version or become a member, please visit normie.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening. This podcast was produced by David Hoffman for Rosebud Productions.